Welcome to the Curate Your Life with Demetria podcast, where we focus on curating your life and image from the inside out so the life you're living matches the life you dream about. Okay, so today we're talking about football, but whether you're a football fan or not, stay with me because this is going to be relevant to your life. Last weekend, I hung out with some folks doing their fantasy football draft, and I thought about all the planning and effort that goes into a draft for fantasy football and wondered if they put that much time and effort and thought into thinking about and planning their lives. And full disclosure, my fantasy football draft is this week. Actually, I'm going to have to preset or auto draft because I have a previous engagement, but I'm in it. But when I was sitting there, it occurred to me how much thought and planning and intentionality went into it because here's how it normally goes. So first of all, you have to decide on the day for your draft. You have to know who's in your league. And if you don't have enough people to play in your league to fill your league, you have to go out and recruit folks to join. You have to set the amount that it's going to take to get into the league. And I totally just paused to Google this and see if it's considered gambling because gambling is not legal in Texas. And as it turns out, it's not considered gambling because it's considered a game of skill versus a game of luck. Not the way I play it, but anyway. Then, okay, so you decide what type of league it is. Is it a PPR league, which is points per reception, and that's the type of league I'm in, or some other type of league? And you'll have to look those up for yourself. But the type of league dictates your draft strategy. So you have to decide what kind of league you're going to have, how many teams you're going to have in your league, who you're going to invite in your league, what friends you want to invite to be in your league to play along with you, how things are going to be scored, what the buy-in is to participate, and when the draft is going to be held. You have to do all of that before you even get to the draft part. So that takes time and planning and work, right? And then you have to have your draft. And if you're good at it and serious, which I'm not, I'm in it because I wanted a team named T's Tight Ends. I think it's funny and I love it and that's why I keep my team. But there are people who are super serious about it and they study the players and the teams and the matchups. They work on their rosters for the draft ahead of time and they know who they're going after, who they want to draft. But somebody could come along and pick one of their people before they get to them because it's set up kind of like a real football draft, right? You select round by round. So for instance, I've been the sixth pick in a 10-team league before. So that means five people could potentially pick my top choice before I even get to select. And it happens often. So they have to have their plans for who they want in their lineup, but they also need to have backup plans because like I said, somebody can come along and pick your first, second, and third choices before you even get to go. It happens, so you have to have alternate plans. So on draft day, you make your picks and you're picking strategically, right? Like I need this many running backs and this guy's predicted to do well and could potentially get me this many points, but he plays on a team that does more passing. So he may not get as many points as their wide receivers. Listen to me sounding all football-y. Anyway, 
you want this running back, but he's on a passing team, so he's not going to be your starting running back. So you're probably going to need somebody else. And you have this wide receiver, and even though he's number one in the league, his team is working with a backup quarterback because their main quarterback is hurt. So their running game may be bigger or more serious or whatever. So you have to think about all of that, and all of that planning is pre-draft and draft. And then you get to the actual football season. And each week you have to set your lineup and you have to put some people in the game and you have to put some people on the bench and you have to look at who you're playing against and who your opponent is and what players they have on their team. And people study the stats and the predictions and how this quarterback is going to perform against this defense and will the defense be able to contain the running game. So it's very in-depth. And again, I'm probably getting a whole lot of it wrong because like I said, I'm only in it for the tight ends. That's what I said. But it takes a lot of planning because you have to do that each week. And then there are other things to consider. So say one of your players gets hurt and he's benched, then you're going to need to replace that player. So you have to go back in and do all the studying and the analyzing and all of that again to fill that spot. And then there are times when people want to make trades, just like in the regular football league. And you have to analyze whether that's a trade that you want to make. And the football season goes on for 18 weeks. So leading up to and for 18 weeks, this kind of planning goes on. And let's just say for me on the slacker end of fantasy football, if I'm doing it every week, it's probably 15 to 20 minutes a week. And I would maybe put in an hour pre-draft again. This is the slacker end. And I have been called out for being a slacker in my league. So let's say we take the commissioner of the league, the one who's in charge of it all. They're in charge of setting up and overseeing the league. Let's say they take two to three hours to set up the league and to get all the players in and to set the type of league. And then they take two hours to research their team. And mind you, there's probably a whole lot of football watching and analyzing and talking offline outside of the research. But so far, we're at five hours. And let's say the draft takes two hours, but it really probably takes a little bit longer because the talking and eating and all the things surrounding it. So we're at seven hours. And then let's give them 30 minutes a week to manage and set their own team. So let's just say 30 minutes for 18 weeks. And this is conservative because nowhere in here have we actually factored in the time spent watching football. And I love football, but that's 16 hours on fantasy football. And I know people who are in more than one league and the sports powers that be have set it up so you can jump into pickup games each week if you're so inclined. And I just wonder if people spend that much time planning their own life or even a fraction of that time. If someone would spend 30 minutes a week planning out their life, what kind of difference would that make in their life? Because I know that my friend who was holding that draft is not in the job that he wants to be in right now. And imagine if he spent 16 hours on deciding what he wanted to do exactly 
gathering up a support system and people who are interested in or invested in helping him get there, or even just people who could offer some advice or some guidance or some type of connection. And then if he spent 30 minutes to an hour weekly analyzing all of the opportunities out there and weighing them against each other and deciding what he needed to work on within himself to get what he wanted, imagine if he put fantasy football type time into his life, where would he be? And we should all be asking ourselves that. If we put in the time, if we focus on something and put in the planning that we do for other things, if we decide on the goal, create the environment that will help us get to the goal, surround ourselves with people who are focused on and aligned with the type of goals that we want, and then strategize on what and who we need to be to get there, imagine what our lives would look like. It's just a thought. It's just a question. So whether you play fantasy football or not, if you're a corporate boss, do you look at your team to see if you have the right people in the right positions? If you're a parent, are you checking the condition of your team members and your family each week to make sure that they're up for the challenge of what's ahead? And if you're only in charge of yourself, are you looking at the matchups that you have to face in the game of life each week, deciding what you need to bring to that game? How much time do you spend planning your life? Do you ever look at yourself and ask if you're ready for the matchups ahead of you? Have you looked at the people on your team and considered if they're equipped for the game? If they are the team that you need around you, are you in the right league? And that may sound harsh, whether or not you're in the right league is basically whether or not you're hanging out with the right people, putting yourself in the right environments. But you can't win the Super Bowl if you're playing on a Pop Warner team. So think about it. Are you ready to get in the game and go head to head with life? Or are you sitting on the bench and watching the game of life from the sidelines? If you're ready to get in the game, but you need a coach to help you put your playbook together, feel free to reach out and schedule a Curate Your Life consultation, and I'm happy to help. And if you want to continue this conversation with like-minded women who are creating lives that they love, come join us in the Curate Your Life Facebook group. Or again, if you're ready to get in the game of life, schedule a consultation with me and discover how coaching can change your life. You'll find the links in the show notes.